You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. Walk the store and see the savings for yourself. In the seafood department, look for the yellow low price sign on Whole Foods Market Responsibly Farm Salmon. This fish is perfect for the grill. Buttery, fatty, yet lean, nice thick fillets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, and I know I can get it at a great price. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura Adams, and you're listening to the Money Girl podcast. I'm a personal finance expert and author based in Austin, Texas. And on this show, my goal is to get into the nitty gritty of personal finance for you. I want to give you knowledge, tools, and inspiration to live rich and love the journey. I love hearing from you and learning what topics you'd like to hear about on future shows. The best way to reach me is on my contact page at lauradadams.com or on Twitter. My handle there is at Laura Adams, L-A-U-R-A-A-D-A-M-S. As always, if you hear something on the show that you want to remember, don't worry about taking notes. It's all down for you in the blog on the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 509 called Work from a Home Office, Claim a Tax Deduction, and Save Money. I wanted to do this show topic because more and more people are working from home these days, either as a remote employee or as their own boss. And no matter if you've got plans for a major tech startup or you just want to earn a little bit more money by freelancing on the side or you're working at home for an employer, there are ways to shelter more of your money from taxes. And claiming the home office deduction is a great way to do that. It's a really smart way to make certain expenses like rent, mortgage interest, utilities, insurance, to make all those partially deductible. But there are strict rules to qualify. So that's what we're going to cover today. It's a terrific tax break because you get to claim a portion of many different types of expenses that are not deductible for the average homeowner or renter. So it's a great way to save money, but you do have to understand the rules. There are some very strict rules to qualify. So I'm going to explain who can qualify for this often overlooked home office deduction, which expenses are deductible, and how to figure out the amount that you can deduct. It's important to maximize every legal tax break that you can so that you keep more of your money and that allows you to reach your goals faster. So if you're someone who is already working from home or maybe you just want to work from home in the future, either for an employer or for yourself, this is a really important show topic for you. So if you're ready, we're going to dive right in. We're going to start by covering who can claim this deduction. So you're qualified to claim the home office deduction if you use any part of your residence for business. 
This is the case whether your venture is full-time or part-time, and it's the case if you rent your home or you own it. It applies to all types of properties where you might live, like a single-family home, condo, apartment, co-op, mobile home, even a live-aboard boat if that's where you're living and doing your work. What kills me about this deduction is that there are an estimated 26 million Americans who have home offices, but only about three and a half million claim a deduction for them. That is a lot of potential tax savings that's just going down the drain. So I don't want you to be in that situation. If you've got the ability to claim a home office, I want you to legitimately do it and claim those savings. So here are the two basic requirements that you and your office have to meet in order to be eligible for the home office deduction. The first requirement is called regular and exclusive use. What this means is that you use a certain part of your home on a consistent basis for business. For instance, you might choose to work from a guest room, a detached garage, or any identifiable space. In other words, you can't just say that because you work from the couch that your entire living area is used for business. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't claim a home office if you live in a small place. Maybe you're in New York or San Francisco and you're in a studio apartment. Well, you could have a desk that qualifies as your office. You don't need walls to separate your office, but it should be a distinct area within your home. Now, the only exception to this exclusive use rule is when you use part of your home for business storage purposes. So maybe you've got inventory that you're storing or as a daycare facility. In these two situations, you can deduct the entire spaces used even if they're also used for personal purposes. All right, that's the first requirement. I hope that's pretty clear. The second requirement is that your home must be the principal place of your business. So this requires you to show that your home is a main place where you conduct your business. Now, it doesn't have to be the only place where you work or meet customers. For instance, you might also work at a coffee shop a co-working space, or meet clients in their homes. Now, if you're a W-2 employee who works from home, there is an additional requirement. Here's what it is. The business use of your home must be for the convenience of your employer, not for your convenience. This is an important distinction. This might be the case if your company doesn't have a local office. Or maybe they're growing so fast that they just don't have enough space for you. If your company does provide an office where you accomplish your primary work responsibilities, but they allow you to telecommute occasionally, or you choose to take some paperwork home and work in the evenings or weekends, you don't qualify. So it can't be for your convenience. It's got to be that they require you to work from home. So as an employee, you'd only be eligible to claim a home office deduction if your employer requires you to work from home or to meet with customers, clients, or patients at your residence on a regular basis. And if this applies to you, if you're an employee who is working from home at the convenience of your employer, you're going to have to itemize your deductions on your tax form in order to claim this deduction. So there's a form called Schedule A, 
And you're going to fill that out and submit that with Form 1040 to claim the expenses for the business use of your home as an employee. And I'll have a link to that form in the show notes if you need to get it. So those are the two hurdles that you've got to get over in order to claim this deduction in the first place. You've got to have your home as your principal place of business, and you've got to use it regularly and exclusively for your business. So if you qualify for the home office deduction, but you've never taken it, you're probably wondering how much you can claim. I mean, how much does this really save you? Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me, this spring is pretty rough on allergies. Sometimes you just don't even want to go outside. But luckily for those that live with the symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in one pill that relieve your symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. It's a double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongest available. It relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, sinus congestion, and pressure with ease. Claritin D starts working fast, like as little as 30 minutes, and it's non-drowsy relief, so you still make the most of the day. If you're ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. You can find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. You want to ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. And welcome back. It's peanut buttery, it's chocolatey, it's the flavor merger America craved. That's right, the Peanut Butter Group and Chocolatey Corp have become one. With Chocolatey Corp bringing indulgence to the table and peanut butter's eat-anytime ability, it's easy to see how their Jif peanut butter and chocolate-flavored spread will revolutionize snacking. One stock trader even told me, and I quote, Normally I just buy and sell, but this I'm going to eat. Experience the Jif PBC hype today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Okay, back to the home office deduction. The deduction that you can receive for this tax break depends on the type of calculation method you choose and the type of expenses you have. The IRS allows you to choose between two methods, and you get to pick the one that gives you the largest tax break for any year. So let's cover those. The first method we'll cover is the standard home office deduction. This method requires you to determine the percentage of your home that's used for business. So you have to do a little math. You're going to divide the square footage of the area used for business by the square footage of your entire home. Here's an example. Let's say your home office is 12 feet by 12 feet. That might be the size of a standard guest room, let's say. So 12 by 12 is 144 square feet. If your entire home is 1,400 square feet, then dividing 144 by 1,400 gives you a home office space that's 10% of your home. That means 10% of qualifying expenses of your home can be attributed to business use 
and the remaining 90% are personal. So if you have a monthly power bill that's $200 and 10% of your home qualifies for business use, you can consider $20 or 10% of that bill a business expense. To claim the standard home office deduction, you have to use Form 8829 to figure out the expenses that you can deduct, and then you file it along with Schedule C, which is called Profit or Loss from Business. So these are the tax forms that you're going to need to file for your business and to claim the home office deduction. Again, there are links to these in the show notes. All right, so that's one option. The second method is called the simplified home office deduction. And this is a newer method. It allows you to claim a flat $5 per square foot of your office area up to a maximum of 300 square feet. So that caps your deduction at $1,500. That's 300 square feet by $5 per square foot. So if your office is larger than 300 square feet, You can't use this deduction. You need to use the standard deduction that I previously mentioned. So the simplified method truly is simple because you don't have to do any record keeping. All you have to do is measure your space and then include it on Schedule C, the profit or loss from business tax form. And if you own your home, you can claim this simplified home office deduction and also deduct all of your home-related deductions like mortgage interest and real estate taxes by itemizing those on Schedule A. So you're not going to miss out on any deductions if you choose the simplified method. And the, the simple method works best if you've got a small home office, while the standard method, the first one I mentioned, that's better when your office takes up a larger portion of your home. And if you're not sure which is best, what you want to do is try both and then find out which one saves you the most in taxes. So if you're claiming the home office deduction for the first time, I'd recommend thinking about it as if you're going to claim that standard deduction, keep up with all your records and make sure that you understand what's deductible. And I'm going to cover more about that in just a moment. But no matter which method you choose, you can't deduct more expenses than the amount of your home-based business's gross income. That means if your income from the business is less than your expenses, and that may be the case when you're first starting out, your deduction for certain home office expenses will be limited. When your deductions are greater than your income, you can carry over the excess to the next tax year. Okay, now that you understand who is eligible to claim the home office deduction and the two types of methods that you're going to have to choose from when you file for this deduction, let's talk about which expenses are deductible. And so this is only going to apply to that first method that I talked about, the standard home office deduction. If you choose that one, you need to keep up with your expenses. And there are a variety of personal expenses that legitimately become deductible business expenses. That's why this tax break is so great. You're going to have to maintain some records, and it is a bit of a hassle. It's more of a hassle than using the simplified method, but it may get you a larger deduction. So it's well worth it. And remember that if you're doing this for the first time, I definitely recommend that you do it. But remember that if you choose the simplified method, you actually don't need to document any of your expenses. You're just going to claim a flat $5 per square foot. 
So if you're claiming the standard home office deduction, you're going to need to keep track of two different types of expenses. The first are called direct home office expenses. So direct office expenses are things that are for your office only. So let's say you start a side business like web design or you're selling items on eBay. You decide to create an office in your spare bedroom and you paint the room. Maybe you install some new carpet and install some special window treatments. Because those are directly for your home office, they are fully deductible no matter the size of the office, okay? So you want to think about those expenses that are just for that particular area or room of your home. Those are going to be fully deductible. The other type of expenses that you're going to have are indirect home office expenses. These pertain to your entire home. And what's so great about this deduction is that you're going to have a lot of indirect expenses and and they're partially deductible based on the size of your office as a percentage of your home, as I previously mentioned. These are expenses that you're going to have whether you have a home office or not. They might include your rent, insurance, maintenance, cleaning, utilities, garbage disposal, or a security system. So do you see what I mean? All these expenses that you're going to pay for anyway all of a sudden now become partially deductible because you've got a home office. Again, they're only deductible up to that percentage of your home that the office takes up. But still, it's a really nice way to reduce your taxes. Now, if you're a homeowner, taking the home office deduction gets a little bit more complicated because only a portion of your mortgage payment is deductible. You can claim mortgage interest real estate taxes, homeowners insurance, and depreciation as indirect home office expenses. But you cannot deduct the price you paid for the home, which is the principal portion of your mortgage payments. Instead, you're allowed to recover a portion of the cost each year through depreciation deductions using a formula created by the IRS. And if that sounds a little complicated, well, it is. So I always recommend that you use a professional accountant to help you take the home office deduction, especially if you're a homeowner, because it does get a little complicated. And even if you don't use your home for business, you can claim the mortgage interest deduction, which allows you to claim qualified mortgage interest and real estate taxes if you itemize your deductions on Schedule A. However, claiming these as part of the home office deduction can actually save you more in taxes because you're shifting them from an itemized deduction to a more valuable business expense deduction. So again, this is something that you want to talk about with your accountant. You want to make sure that you're maximizing the deduction. So how you deduct an expense and how much you can deduct depends on whether it benefits the entire home, like electricity and water, or it benefits just your office portion of the home, like remodeling in that room or installing an additional phone line there. For expenses that are completely unrelated to your home, like remodeling your kitchen, maybe in other parts of your home, or the addition of a pool, they're never deductible. And you typically can't deduct exterior expenses like yard work or gardening even when you regularly do see clients or vendors where you live. Also note that costs pertaining to your business, which have nothing to do with your home, such as buying business insurance, 
a computer, and office supplies, those are fully deductible as ordinary business expenses. That would be the case whether you're working in your home or in a separate office. So you can probably tell that the rules on tax deductions for a home office can be a little complicated, especially for homeowners. I've been working out of my home either full-time or part-time now for, gosh, at least 10 years. And part of that time I was a homeowner, part of that time I was a renter, and I have always had an accountant do my taxes for me. It costs me a couple hundred dollars a year, but I can promise you that they will save you that much money in the deductions that they find for you and also in the time that you would spend sort of spinning your wheels doing it yourself. So be sure to consult with a qualified tax accountant to help you save the most money possible anytime you're working from home. And if you want to read more about the rules for employees and the self-employed who are working at home, check out IRS Publication 587. And of course, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. I hope this has helped you understand a little bit more about taking the home office deduction. It used to be something that a lot of people were afraid to take because they felt that it was a red flag and they would be audited. That really is not the case so much anymore. Certainly, you you need to be careful and you need to file it accurately, but it's not something that's going to automatically open you up for some big investigation. More and more people are working from home, so it's really, really common to be taking advantage of the home office deduction. I'm so glad you tuned in for the show. And if you're getting value, the best way to give back and let me know is to take just a minute to submit a quick five-star review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you download shows like Stitcher or SoundCloud. And if you want to keep the money conversation going with a thriving community of thousands who are taking their financial game to the next level, you need to join us in my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Dollars. Check it out over on Facebook or request an invitation by sending me a text message. Just text DOLLARS, D-O-L-L-A-R-S, to the number 33444. I'll see you in the group. You can also reach me directly through my contact page at lauradadams.com. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. Today's top story, the flavor merger of the century between the peanut butter group and Chocolatey Corp. Joining me is a PBC executive. Thanks for having me, Barry. Now, how did you know the merger and the byproduct of it, Jif peanut butter and chocolate flavored spread, would be a success? You know... It was a gut feeling, a rumbling, if you will. Besides, they're two titans of taste. Very true. Goes great with pretzels. And pancakes. Apples too, I bet. Try Jif PBC today. Meet Gail. Her thing is being a supermom. And supermom has a lot on her supersized plate. (laughs) Ain't that the truth. But at Walmart Pharmacy, supermom recently got her whole family updated on all their vaccines. We knocked it out during a grocery run. No appointment. That's Next Level Supermom. From pneumonia to shingles, HPV, and more, get no-cost vaccinations from an expert pharmacist where you already shop. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. $0 copay with most insurances. State age and health restrictions may apply.